Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Scoop Podcast by The Daily Mississippian. I'm your host, Brittany Coney. Today, we are starting season two. This season is focusing on the infamous mid-semester slump and how to overcome that slump. Today, I am talking with the William McGee Center about how your mental health is so pivotal and important for overcoming this slump. So without further ado, let's get on with the episode. My name is is Jasmine D. Kelly and I am a coordinator of wellness education with the William McGee Center for AOD and wellness education here on campus. And a fun fact about me, oh goodness, um, I'm from Memphis. Okay, so for this season, we're really focusing on the mid-semester slump and just how to go, how to get yourself past that slump and finish the semester strong. And a lot of that has to do with mental health. So um, my first question is, how does mental health impact students' motivation throughout the school year? Wow, that's a really good question. So all the time is the answer to that. So here in the William McGee Center, we like to focus on the dimensions of wellness, and we think that there are 10 of them. So things like physical wellness, social wellness, emotional wellness, all those things kind of compacted together. And the really cool thing is that they influence each other, and mental wellness is is no different. So we define it as a state of well-being in which the individual, so that's you guys, um, realize your abilities so that you can cope with your emotions and stressors of life. Um, you're able to work productively and fruitfully and then able to contribute to your community. So when you put all of those things together, it can get kind of overwhelming. Um, and so to know that it kind of ebbs and flows, right? And there's nothing wrong with it ebbing and flowing and just kind of going um, with that process. So in, it impacts your, your school year and your motivation all year round, right? It's, it's not just limited to your school year. So what are some strategies to help combat the feeling of stress or just make it more manageable? Yeah, I love getting this question because when I hear it, people think I'm going to say self-care and they're not wrong, right? They're not wrong. They're just really, it's incomplete, right? So it, it depends on where a student is kind of on what we call the spectrum of care. Um, so it depends on what self stage that you're you're in. So if you're in repair mode, right, and we're thinking about a car analogy, for example, you're driving down Jackson Avenue and someone rear ends you, right? You don't need to care for your bumper. You need to repair your bumper. The same kind of goes for your mental wellness. If you are overly stressed, so anxious, you know, showing signs of depression, you're feeling really burnt out, you don't need self-care, you need repair. And so I typically encourage my students to engage in a resilience plan. Um, and that includes things like reaching out to two or three people. Who, who are those people that you can call when you're going through a really tough time? Maybe that's a spiritual leader or a committed partner. Maybe it's your roommate, right? Um, what are some ways that help you the last time you felt this way, right? This isn't your first rodeo. Um, So just thinking through what that looks like, including some strengths. What are some things that you're really good at? And then rounding all of that out with what's some advice that you would give a friend, right? We we tend to be a lot nicer to people that aren't us. Um, So when you have those things written down, it's really helpful. Um, So that's repair. That's if you're, you're in repair mode. 
If you're in self-maintenance, think of it like getting an oil change, right? You're not trying to improve the quality of the car. You're just trying to stay at equilibrium. Those are things like making sure that you're getting enough sleep, um, that you're unplugging from social media on a regular basis, that you're eating regular nutritious meals, right? That's just to kind of keep you there. Once you've done all of those things, then you get to self-care, right? All, all the activities that I can list off, like journaling and hiking and volunteering and all those kinds of things. But the, the big kicker is that self-care is any emotionally fulfilling ritual that allows you to prioritize yourself. So if it makes you feel good, it doesn't cause you any harm or harm to others, and it puts you first, it's a self-care activity. And, and it's so unique to the individual. But once you find what your you know three to four activities are, it can really help reduce your stress and anxiety, not just about school, but about life in general. I know that repairing is with the first step that you have to do before you start self-caring. But mm -hmm. I know that one of the steps you said during repair me is maybe reaching out to um, a spiritual leader or your friends or your roommates. But it, when you're alone, it, it might be more difficult to, yeah. to repair. So what does the mm -hmm. William McGee Center offer for students who may be feeling alone and isolated during this time? We offer um, a lot of different services, but the one that really sticks out to me is our well chat service. So it's basically a wellness consultation with one of our wellness educators. So it's a one-on-one -on -one chat, basically, um, where we talk about any and everything. So we talk about things like academic stress, substance misuse, relationships concerns, right? And so much more. Our goal when we're talking with students is to build a plan, right? To help them have that healthy student experience while they're here at the university and beyond. So um, if you're interested in that, you can go online to our website, mcgee-center.omis.edu and sign up and you will meet with either myself or one of my colleagues. Um, and then on the flip side of that, for our programming, we offer what's called our UM Listen Board. So we have a really large board that we bring out. It's covered in buttons filled with emotions. And we ask our students a very simple question, and that's, how are you feeling today? Right. Our students are able to come up to that board, um, select what they're feeling, and then we get to start that conversation about mental health on our campus. I know that you said the website to look for when students are feeling alone or just need help to like game plan. What, what are my first steps to repair me? What are my first steps of bettering my mental health? But mm -hmm. what other types of advice do you have for students who have an overwhelming sense or lack of motivation if they couldn't go to that website or if they're just not trying to do it alone, but mm -hmm. if they, that initial step, what is another piece of advice for them when they are feeling overwhelmed? Yeah, um, I'm gonna rely on some advice that my dad gave to me when I was younger. I asked him one day, I said, why are some things easy and some things hard? And he said, if it was easy, everybody would do it and you are not everybody. So that is my advice. Um, you, you really do have to rely more heavily on discipline than you do motivation. Um, but the, the wellness educator in me also wants to put a pin in that and say, make sure that you're giving yourself grace. 
you are doing the best you can with what you have, and that is okay, right? Um, there, there's no one um, that's going to tell you that you're doing it wrong because you're not, right? Um, and so that would be my advice to those students is just to, to know that your purpose is so much bigger than the temporary feelings that you have in this moment, but don't forget to feel what it is that, that you're feeling. Go through those emotions, go through that process. Um, don't, don't rush through it, um, but please know that you don't have to stay in that place. You can definitely move move on and move through it. So one of the things I like telling my students is to change it up. A lot of times when we're feeling as though we're not as motivated as we'd like, it's because things have become so routine or we're not seeing results. And so when, when you spice it up, for lack of a better term, right, when you, when you do something different or you rediscover something old, it can um, kind of give your brain a, a nice little boost to say, I like this. This is, this is nice for me to engage in. Um, so definitely changing up what it is that you normally do can really help to boost your motivation throughout the year. Um, and then remembering your why. Um, I was speaking with a student earlier about, you know, they had their, their test and they were saying, I didn't need to, you know, get the grade that I got. Um, and I told them, you know what, when you graduate, no one's going to ask you how you did on your first test of the year um, to just kind of pick yourself up and keep going. So my advice in that sense would be to change it up and remember your why. Well, I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode and learned a little more about mental health and how you do need to prioritize yourself when it comes to hard times. I'm your host, Brittany Coney, and I will talk to you all next week.